0: Everyone is anticipating a recession. It's kind of like a general sense of foreboding where everyone is watching a tree get chopped down. It will fall eventually and it will land somehow, but there are a lot of questions to answer in the meantime. We are entering earnings season and the general idea floated by a lot of companies is that some sort of mild recession is coming, but no one really knows what that means. All the Davos people are on their little stage chatting about how the world is going to end. Two-thirds of economists expect a worldwide recession in 2023, but no one knows when or where, why, or how. The consensus is mild recession the general idea of a mild recession is that growth isn't great but things are okay like a splinter in your finger something annoying but manageable somewhat of a slowdown in the labor force with unemployment rising somehow despite a gap in the labor force housing market blowing out even as home builder sentiment improves yield signs and manufacturing this is already happening rents relaxing also already happening consumer spending will slow but maybe not that bad the data is starting to show that something is coming it could start now it could start in 2024 the slowest tree fall of all time and if you just search the word mild in bloomberg's 2023 wall street predictions you get a bunch of things that say what a mild recession sort of is but nobody really knows how to define it no one really knows what anything means right economy is basically a guessing game of sorts it's kind of like the scoville test for peppers the scoville test is imprecise because it's based on human subjectivity everyone has a different mouth going on with a different palate and taste receptors like yes we all know this pepper is hot but how hot is hot really. If we decide to apply the imprecise measure of the Scoville scale to the economy, which honestly might be just as accurate of a framework as anything else that we do to measure things, we get that a really spicy pepper would equate to a hot recession, a semi-spicy pepper would be a moderate recession, and a non-spicy pepper would ideally be a mild recession. Let's say that we have a mild recession, a subjective poblano, on the Scoville scale. Now the question is, what comes next? If the recession is a mild poblano pepper, how long will it be mild for? As Pete Bokbar highlighted, it's more than just how the recession comes it's the recovery that follows a soft landing but how soft or a hard downturn but how hard and what does that even mean how long does the pepper burn your mouth for do we need to pour a glass of milk on the economy or can we go about our day with a slight sweat sheen on our brow or do we accidentally drink carbonated water which apparently makes the burning sensation that much worse ideally we want to be where the whole milk goes a soft landing a mild recession ideally no recession at all but of course that's where it gets complicated with all of this there's data and then there's action you can look at the box office for avatar and say well looks like people are doing super duper like neil Dutta said in a recent odd lots interview you could also point to the improvement in home builder sentiment in the movement and bonds people are snapping up investment grade and nod wisely and say yes the economy is absolutely moving and grooving along. But it gets worse. The point to the tech layoffs, Microsoft recently let 10,000 people go, or the collapse in manufacturing and say, well, things are not doing well at all. What the Fed is doing, talking, raising rates, is just starting to impact the economy. We are just now starting to see things really begin to slow down. And the question is, of course, how long will it slow down for? We have a weird combination of stuff right now. With the data that has come out recently, it's clear that the economy is slowing down. But the Fed seems unlikely to budge despite the clear caution signs flashing with bull booming about 50 basis points even as a non-voting member. And with that, the combination of the Fed not budging and the data continuing to weaken, the soft landing seems a lot more like a hard downturn. Things are slowing down, but not slowing down enough for the Fed to say, oh yeah, that's good, we'll chill out now. And the worry is that the Fed will go too hard some of the data points the disinflationary industrial production fell hiring and wage growth slowed the empire manufacturing index fell to its lowest level since may of 2020 driven by continuous fall in new orders and shipments the beige book has also highlighted a big slowdown in the economy where things are becoming stagnant retail sales are falling too they fell 1.1 percent in december this is a broad-based slowdown that shows that the consumer is not really doing that well to a certain extent they aren't as willing to take on another 17 percent price hike on slim gem meat sticks And this might be an unpopular opinion, but consumers shouldn't have to take on more price hikes at this point. I know it's getting expensive for companies to make things, but raising prices in the anticipation of higher prices, which is what a lot of firms did, is not good. This was a major driver of inflation in 2021 and can cause excess pain and potentially excess action from the Federal Reserve. It's not just supply and demand, but it's the influence of companies on supply and demand. If companies are charging almost 20% more per quarter for meat sticks, Consumers are going to push back eventually and they should. People are also running out of money. The savings rate continues to fall and people are taking on more credit card debt to finance their purchases. Rents are falling too, 3% in the last 3 months on a seasonally adjusted annualized basis according to Connorson. People aren't demanding new apartments so rental growth ha- has to slow as the vacancy rate rises. Headline PPI fell by 0.5% which is more than the estimate of 0.1%. All signs of inflation easing per for producers which ideally means that things will ease for consumers too. And and of course on a mechanical level the treasury curve between three months and 10 years is the most inverted since 1981 meaning that markets are saying yes a recession is coming but they've been saying this for months there's a lot of softness in the manufacturing sector the consumer is starting to fight back too with the resistance to price hikes but of course there's the other side to that china reopening this could create some inflationary pockets across the board as three years of pent-up demand is unleashed on the world and labor market gaps too initial jobless claims are easing but nowhere near where the fed wants them to be a lot of people retired during the pandemic and they probably aren't going to come back to work which means that the labor market will essentially have to be reinvented through better immigration policy working parent support and support for workers with disabilities tech and finance are in a deep recession and that contrasts against relative strength in other parts of the economy bonds bond investors are going hog wild for bonds with nearly 600 billion dollars in sales this year everyone wants a piece of the bond market a sign that they aren't that worried about a recession high yield is off to a slower start but is showing signs of picking up steam too markets are getting comfy but the fed is likely going to continue on their hiking journey the housing market mortgage demand has spiked remember this is pretty relative mortgage rates are at their lowest level since september 2022 but now are running about 45 percent of annual household income a massive spike over the past few years. There could be more upward pressure on inflation moving forward. An echo effect as we start to see labor contracts reprice and residual prices move higher, which could create some inflationary worries. The BOJ is likely going to make some moves too, which could create some waves of worry. Also, as Mary Daly said, markets are priced per perfection. So applying a matrix to our Scoville test, we can see what would drive the soft landing versus the hard downturn and the hot recession versus the mild recession. A lot of it boils down to the Federal Reserve, but it's also important to pay attention to the labor market, consumer health, housing, and and of course the big question now here in the united states is the labor force we have pandemic era retirements and those people likely aren't going to come back unless things get really bad firms will likely need to continue to raise wages and the fed won't love seeing that because their worries of wage price spiral land. it will be a delicate balance we have more headwinds ahead as we deal with the debt ceiling digesting the economic data and processing the momentum of a slowing economy some final thoughts um there's this whole thing in the united states of rugged individualism where we're taught from the time that we're born that the world is ours to conquer and if someone falls as we climb they should have climbed harder and i think this is okay and fine just how it is and there's a general level of acceptance that has to come with it because there are positives to it but i also think it distorts how we think about the economy when we think about the labor force target recently raised its minimum wage to as much as 24 dollars an hour and will provide insurance to workers who work more than 24 hours a week and a lot of people will bemoan that and say those people are not working hard enough which is absurd if we can create a world where people are taken care of have a place to live and are not constantly worried about where the next meal is coming from that's net positive for every I thought this quote from Larry Fink was sort of funny because markets are based entirely on hope and expectations. And baseline, I think most people expect things to get better over the next 30 years, sure, but stocks go up isn't always a happy world. He said BlackRock is a firm that tries to sell hope, because why would anybody put something in a 30 year obligation unless you believe that something is going to be better in 30 years? We are likely facing some sort of soft downturn scenario just based on the storm of data coming forth. A mild recession is still a recession, even if 1 million people lose their jobs, it's still a million people losing their jobs. Those are people with families and plans and dreams and they matter and it shouldn't have to be this way so no one knows what a mild recession is no one knows how long it will last or what will happen but that's the base case for a lot of people we're starting to see the slowdown begin in the numbers the question now is how resilient the people not consumers but people are in the face of adversity and how corporations handle a changing economic environment and hint the answer probably isn't raising prices more and doing share buybacks and a mild recession is subjective just like pepper hotness our world is rapidly changing models made from 1970s to 2019 probably won't fly anymore, there really isn't anything to say in the face of a downturn, especially one that isn't really a downturn yet. If anything, it might be a buy for session, Tech and finance jobs will flop around where other parts of the economy will be bolstered by a reallocation of capital. And there's no platitude for that, it's just economic cycles and that's all. There's no way to paint rainbows and butterflies on things like this because suffering is sometimes just suffering. But there is hope on the horizon and there are opportunities down the road. If a tree falls in the forest, it does make a sound.